Valiant, Amani, Track. There goes your uh, theme music what right up, here. What up, what up, what up? How y'all doing out there? It's the MC Amani Rain. Welcome back to Roti and Poutine. You are out here once again with the Track, the yeah. Valiant, and a yeah. very special guest, Mr. V himself, the legend, fantastic author, talent recruiter, just bad man on the merch probably one of my favorite shirts out right now i need to cop like four of them and pass them out to everybody Ooh, i honey. know and uh <laughs> yes the one and only mr jumping jack frost jack was goody bobby hey. <laughs> uh, first of all we want to thank you for um staying up super late and uh yeah. chilling with us we was originally going to do it like we did s and wake up in the morning and record but you had things to do so just so everybody knows man it's like wild late for jj so if you're in the chat right now thank him um because he didn't have to be here with us like this yes so, sir he's here he's chilling he took a nap i took a nap we all good thank you guys for having me man how you feeling bro i'm good i'm good you know and i mean i'm refreshed yeah i'm I'm um, hydrated. I'm really hydrated. <laughs> and, and everything. Six. Man. Six. I've got my smoke on. I'm ready to go. <clears throat> Perfect. Yeah, you know what? Ain't nothing like smoking at like three in the morning, I believe. I so, you, man. You know? Hey, speaking of. Oh, by the way, uh, you, man. Big up no, to Dilly Fingers, who's uh, in the chat. Dilly, what's up? Right now. Shout out so everybody in the you, chat. You two are staying up late tonight. Yeah, man. Shout out Dilly <laughs> in the chat. How, oh, shout out uh, MJ once again, moderating in the chat. Thank you, sir. Hey, uh, MJ. Everybody in here. Speedy right recovery, homie. Now, should I even shout everybody out? Can I shout everybody out? Do I have the time to shout everybody out? I don't think I do. But LA in the house, New York in the house, Atlanta is always in the house, East Coast, we got the UK in the house was goody and uh yeah so let's just see so how are we gonna start things off today well well how is everybody doing first and foremost let's not be rude here you know uh, all right, all right. i'm gonna ask the man up top right here well who's higher really london or or, or buffalo uh not buffalo uh, but canada <clears throat> who's more north right now is it valiant uh, I don't know, actually. I think Frost is in a conversation. You know, I taught I taught geography for four years too. I should know this. Holy smokes! <laughs> I do not know this. Uh, I'm not sure. I think we're probably on par. I mean, I'm not that much further than. How about we just Buffalo, so. we'll just start with Frost? Frost, how was your week Frost, so far? Get, yeah, <laughs> let's get to it. I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm happy to be here with you guys. Thank you. I've watched I've watched I've watched the um the podcast a few times and um yeah. I'm looking forward to getting into it, man. All right, all right. Yeah, we ask everybody who does come on before we get into how our weeks work. Oh, boy. Yeah, we got to ask you. The guy on each side is going to show in a second. All right, all right. See, brotherhood, so that's that's why we're here. So we got to do it, man. What's your your bucket list food? Oh, dude. Well, my favorite has got to be Pepper Pot. It's the guy. Oh, God. Oh, we have that traditionally on Christmas Day. Yeah, always. I'm always bugging bugging to have that whenever I can, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Who's the best in the family at pulling that up? Oh, it's always got to be moms, isn't it? Yeah, all right, all right. Always got to be moms, man. Shut up, man. It's you know, it's 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 a it's it's a it's a um an acquired taste, and you've got to kind of get all the the ingredients right, and it's got to sit for the right time. And the it's next day is the day before. Yep. Yeah, you got, when you got that oil there, you just go back with your bread and just, yeah, boom. <laughs> you went, 
<laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Some of the best. Yeah, Pepper Pot is a really good, good. Uh, yeah, I haven't had Pepper yeah, Pot. I like that. <laughs> I haven't had that in a while, too. We had some oxtail yeah. the other day. My, my oh, sister yeah. made some oxtail uh, oh, last Sunday. Yeah, she's, she's pretty sick with it, as a matter of fact. I, I want to know what it's like to have a mom that can cook, though, because my mom is not. Don't, don't, you, don't oh, you dare. Oh, don't you dare, dare miss disrespect, oh, Miss Valiant oh, MC. She used, to boil, she used to boil the broccoli until it was gray. Oh, oh. God. I don't oh, even know what that means. How do you do that? Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Oh, man. Yeah, frost your man, gray broccoli, my G. Oh, dude. I don't fuck with that shit. You don't eat broccoli at all? Yeah, I eat that, but no. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what kind of gangster? I don't eat broccoli, son. That shit ain't me. <laughs> All right, all right. So I, I had I had the oxtail valiant. You had gray broccoli track with. <laughs> man, I had I had I didn't have gray. Oh man, I had some like uh, I don't even know what it's called now, bro. But it had it came with like some. Shouts to Cat Ellis, my girlfriend. I'm telling you, her lamb ain't to be messed with though. Okay. Okay. It's a proper marination that I dare not ask what are the secrets. But I don't even like lamb. And when she does lamb, I'm the first at the table every time. So okay, big, that's what we had today. And that's what I decided to tear apart along with some salad and whatever. But yeah, simple. Simple Thursdays, man. I'll tell you. Simple I'll Thursdays. Feel you. Yeah, you know. I've got to. I've got to get my. I've got to get the roti recipe from my from my grandmother, man. My mom, my mom always makes the best roti, and like you know, every there's a couple people the in the family. Business. Yeah, there's a couple to think people that I the... used to see this all the time. Yeah. Not because you were yeah. some hood rack chick. It was this is this is the original crap. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cool, folks, man. Folks. Hey, yeah. um, let me let me get these out the way because I, I want to. I want to speak seriously and I don't want to wait and I want to honor a few people real quick. First of all, rest in peace to Malik B. Um, he was the legendary R. founder R. of the Roots. Roots. Uh, he passed away yesterday and um, a very sad day for the city of Philadelphia. Um, oh, I also, yeah. also want to give a, a special shout out to the city of Atlanta and say rest in peace <clears> to <throat> Daniel Scar, who is an absolute ledger and cornerstone here in the Atlanta scene. Um, I know my heart goes out to a lot of people in Atlanta right now and anybody that offsprings from that is some legendary shit. Um, I didn't know him as well as everybody else, but I do know what he meant to everyone in the scene. So I do want to show my respect and give my condolences out to everybody. So massive love to all of you. I appreciate everyone that's here and like, let's just keep pushing. You feel me? So Hell big, yeah, up, man. big love to that. Um, yeah. All right. So here we are, guys, in the room. Dang, getting back to food, uh, I believe that Ramen Pop-Up might have like five orders left. So if you had that website last week, um, the menu has changed. I did not pull it up, so that's my bad. But if you want to check it out, you remember it from last week, hit that website up again if you're here in Atlanta and want to get some ramen. Now, and uh, salute to the dude mm-hmm. for selling out last week as well. Was that? Just, oh, yeah. That so he's part? doing it every week, yeah? Yeah, he's been doing it every week. He switches all it up. Right, right. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. I actually had it, and then I was on a Zoom call and made everybody extremely upset with me that I was... Because normally I'm on there eating some cup of noodles or some bullshit. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, I got this ramen. And they were like, oh. And then I showed them the bowl, and I got cussed out for 10 minutes. It was like real ramen. Yeah. Real ramen. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Egg and the whole yeah. nine. You know what I mean? So first... Not university ramen. How many years now, man? V. Whoa. 
Um, we started the label in like 1992, man. 92? I thought it was 93, yeah. so that's actually one, one more. Started in 1992, um, myself and Brian. And shout it's out been, Brian G. Yeah, yeah, shout out to my man Brian. Big it's brother. It's been a hell of a ride, man. It's been a hell of a ride. Yeah, yeah, man. What what made you get what made you guys decide to like try to start up a label? What, what was what was your thinking behind that? I know. What, first of all, go back a little bit further. When did you guys meet each other, and um, how start, did your musical partnership culminate in like a record label? Yeah, we met in like nineteen eighty six, something like that. Mm -hmm. you know we met in like nineteen eighty six, and um, I, I remember. I met Brian first, he was selling weed, you know what I mean? Selling <laughs> <laughs> weed, you know? I went out to his house, do you know what I mean? But then that's what I used to be a stick up kid then, man, do you know what I mean? Mm, mm. Running when the streets. Me, when he saw me coming, he was like, oh shit. Because he knew it. if you saw me and my boys, something was about to go down, but I only wanted some weed, you know what I'm saying? Right. So that's the first time I met him, then I met him again. He was in like a bar playing music, do you know what I mean? And I was at that time, I was I just robbed like a fucking van full of watches out of about five hundred watches, <laughs> and I was trying to sell these watches. So I went in the bar, I was like, "Yo, you gonna buy a watch?" And he's like, "Yeah, wait till I finish playing my set, and, I, and I'll tell you, and I buy a watch." And I was just sitting there listening to him play music. I was like, "Wow, this guy could play some tunes." But I had music as well, so I was like, "You know what I mean?" I was, I was like, "Yo." you're playing the same kind of music that I like. And we kind of start talking. And he was like, you should come down to the pirate radio because he was doing a pirate radio thing. And then that's how we met. And then from then, boom, we just kicked on. You know what I mean? Man. So what kind of, hold on, what kind of tunes was Brian playing in 86? This is like funk. We was playing like hip hop, funk. All right, all right. Like, you know, because we came up, we came up on reggae and right. soul and party music. So that was, that's what we was both into. Do you know what I'm saying? And right. then like, you know, as you know, like a couple of years later, the acid house scene exploded in like 1988. Right. And then right. we just kind of went into it from there. We just been together. We've been inseparable ever since, man. But before you go too far, I want to ask, what exactly was New Wave? What was considered New Wave? Was that like an early techno audio kind of genre or? Dude, I don't even know what the fuck that is, man. New Wave was <laughs> new. <laughs> uh, T, New Wave Got was like a bunch like, of names uh... that people just throw and stuff. I don't know what the fuck. New wave is new wave is a is a post punk thing. It's like a, a mix of of, of, of post punk and like some pop and some funk. Like yeah, so, you yeah, know, yeah. That's like Spandau yeah. Ballet and that shit. Spandau right, Ballet. Yeah. Well, I mean, but if you go back to like real, real, real new wave, like I mean, you're getting this like like Devo and like Talking Heads and stuff like that. Yeah. And then and then it started getting popified. Badly. Oh. But yeah, it wasn't like. Disco. It was. It was. Yeah, I know. Um, I, now you're saying. The, I know what it is, but I just no fuck with that. You shit. know it when you see it. That's what yeah. it is. You don't fuck with yeah. that shit. You don't fuck with that shit. Put him. Put you know, in like the, uh, Yeah, I was about to say that's like you know that's America's second British invasion, and and that was like something we started picking up on in the '80s ish somewhere, and and that's. You know, we saw all these huge rock bands come through. You know, you uh, you know, the European cats as well. And it all just seemed to be in one thing, but then it was something that was like right after that called New Wave, and I was like, so what exactly? You know, I didn't know where it was or how. Maybe it was just a new name, a new term to just yeah. It sounds like it's just a name, something yeah. that just 
They put it in a fucking box to set it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's the, it's the, exactly it. Yeah, it's the pop music conversation and shit. It's just like, yeah, how do we take exactly. this thing and then make it popular? For, yeah, that's it, man. But I, I, I did love talking <laughs> eggs, though. They were dope as fuck. For that. MJ, MJ in the chat just said that New Wave was white people music. Hey! Big <laughs> up MJ. Oh, man, MJ. Big up MJ, man. MJ's my guy. MJ's not too far off. MJ's white. He's allowed to say things like that. MJ's my guy. MJ holding it. I mean, yeah. technically white. He's you know MJ. Mosco. All right. So, anyway, so fast but... forward a little bit to when you guys formed the label. Like, how, so how did that come? Well, well dream. at the time, Brian used to work at a company called Rhythm King, which is mute. Yeah, and they put out. It's like a big, big label. They used to put out stuff like um, Depeche Mode and a lot, a lot right. of like a lot of techno kind of stuff, and. Um, I remember they, they they just released Moby, yeah, for the first time. Moby, shout oh, to Moby. Okay. They just released Moby, and um, I think at the, at the time they were just about to go under. You know what I mean? Mm. And then they, there was like a load of fucking demos there, and Brian went they made him redundant. So when he left, he took his demos. Do you know what I mean? And there was one demo from a guy called some guys called Ronnie Size and Crust. Ooh. And Brian caught wow. me around. He's I like, I think I've heard of them. Yeah. Brian's like, <laughs> <laughs> Brian's like, I've been listening to this. What do you think, man? Do you know what I mean? And I thought, yeah. And he was like, I'm going to go and see them. Like, should we, we should start a label. Do you know what I mean? Because by that time, he, he kind of known already the mechanics of running a record label, which I, I kind of knew a little bit as well. But he was around it on a day-to-day -day basis where I was still kind of kicking it on the streets as well. I was like half hoarding, half music. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So um, that's how we started, man. We put the first release out, and then you know it just you know it, it's something it, you just get into it. It's like you just get into this routine, and it just consumes you, man. Do you know what I mean? Especially at that time, it was very physical. The records, printing the actual vinyl and stuff. Right. It was, it's not like now you send a fucking MP3. You know what I mean? It's, 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 the game's changed. Do you know what I mean? A little bit. Like, yeah. it, it was good. It kept and it kept me. It kept me on the on the right path in life as well because I was still getting into some hood shit. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? But less and less and less and less. When I met Brian, the the street life became less and less and less because before I was like in it deep. So the record label, starting the label was was really good, do you know what I mean? But by that time, I was a really popular DJ. I was playing at parties like everywhere, do you know what I'm saying? So Brian was more like the record side of stuff and I was more DJing, do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? It was a good match, it was a good combination, you know what I mean? So, guys, then, yeah, so that's how we literally Batman and Robin through that whole situation. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know. <clears throat> I wanna say, uh, by the way, uh, big up to um, people like Lady MC, who's been running her nonprofit for a long time, and yeah. keeping kids uh, kind of kind of out of the street life, yeah. doing music, and That's you know, in the, United, in the United States, we have seen. Look, one of the reasons that hip hop even emerged the way it did is because they stopped, they cut off funding for music classes at schools in the inner cities. We had no instruments. There's no instruments. You had to make something for nothing. Okay, and so you know, all, a lot of these kids. Uh, who end up on the wrong side of life end up there because they don't have other things that could be fruitful for them. And music is one of those things that helps keep them that way. So to all those people out there that are doing things like Lady MC is doing, all those teachers out there, to all those music teachers, my most influential teacher to this day, and I still think of shit that she taught me every single day, Miss Appleby, 
Um, I, all those people, man, I got to say big up to them because they they literally save lives, literally. Mm. So anyway. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Salute. Big salute, man. Big she salute. does a lot of good work here, man. She, yeah. she gives her time. She gives more than her time. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She does a lot of good work. I, I mean, a lot she's, of good work. She's, always... uh, she's a shining moment. She's a shining moment in the, behind the scenes for sure. Absolutely. <clears throat> salute. It's always good, too, when you have people who've been in the thick of it, too, man, because, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. it's different when people just start things to start things. But when it comes organically because you've been out there and you know what it is, man, it's, it you feel that. Everyone feels that, whether you've been in it or not, man. I know you're one of those people who, who are like that, man. You, you're a family man as well. You got family yeah. here in Atlanta. You've always, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. with some people you haven't met in a while. Yeah, yeah, bro. I got to say. Because some of them, some of my family there, as you know, when I was there, I'd met for the very first time. Some of them I knew before, but some of them I met for the very first time when I was there in Atlanta, and they all came to the party with me, mm -hmm. which was which was cool, you know what I'm saying? And I got some friends there on a big up, Robert. Um, Robert Nichols is like my, my childhood friend. Mm. We went to school here in London together, you know what I mean? And mm. it, was good, it was good to um, to see him after all these years when I went to ATL. Um, with his wife and his beautiful family, you know what I mean. Right. Um, I'm gonna big up Robert and his and his family because I know that he's he's watching and listening to right now. Salute, Robert. ATL in the building was goody. Yeah, man. I mean, look, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Like, what was that? That night was Elevate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, shout, so out to shout out to the Elevate crew. Johnny, yeah. Amanda was goody. Was goody. Uh, mm -hmm. You you came right at about the time we really started pouring gas around here, man. And like that night. All right, let me tell you the let me tell you the truth, all right? Because you don't know this. They asked me a bunch of times to get on the mic. They were like, "Yo, you gonna get on the mic?" And I was like, "I've never been on the mic with Frost. I don't just hop on people's sets for no reason. You know what I'm saying? If we speak to him and we want to get, and he says it's cool, it's cool, right?" So this is what happened, right? <laughs> so me and MJ go out to the club wild early, like way before you got there. And MJ's like, yo, eat this edible. And I'm like, I don't like to eat edibles and go out. And he was like, yo, just do it. You'll be fine. Everything's cool. I'm like, I'm not a bitch. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know what I'm saying? It's cool. I just want to go listen to the music and be straight. And he's like, it's this little thing, right? Famous last words. So <laughs> when I went there, I was completely zoned out on the side, and so yeah, he was a one side yardie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People I mean, came. Why are you saying this shit? It's all making sense now, B. Oh no! I haven't had a chance to explain this to you yet because I know you was like, "Yo, why you ain't going to speak?" Yeah, I thought you were gonna come up this. I was like, "Yo, my dog's in the place." I'm sure you're gonna come and give it a little blessing. Yo, so here's the thing: is I'm over there like crazy elevated, right? Like beyond belief and enjoying the moment because I hadn't heard a set like that from anyone in such a long time. You started, I'll tell you, I could probably name every track you played. That's how wow. in tune I was. You started with that uh, It's Bigger Than Hip Hop remix and oh, just, God, and that's just a... didn't let up from oh, that God. And there was a point in time where I was like, I can totally go up there right now and we would crush this place. But there was a part of me as a fan that was like so appreciative of just sitting there in that moment, listening to you completely body that place. Like it was probably, you can ask many people that are in the chat right now that are probably all laughing at me. <laughs> but, but like, it's funny cause like I had at least seven people walk up to me like, yo, you all right? And I was like, bro, I'm just happy. Like I'm just yeah. in the moment chilling and you fuck 
Bro, like the hip hop you infuse with everything, you can just you can feel your roots uh, in every set that you do. And in that moment in Atlanta, like I really felt that, and I wanted you to know that's one why I didn't get on the mic, and two, thank you for one of the best sets I've heard in a while. Oh man, that's what's up. I mean, but it was funny because I saw you looking at me like, "What's the?" (laughs) I was like, (laughs) "So, Frost, what 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 did you think of Atlanta? I mean, this is a like this feels like new grounds for even for us here in the states." That we it's have. beautiful because um, yeah. obviously I'd um I got to spend a few days there. Yeah. Or before, before the set, you know, I mean I went down to I went to I was I was staying at some cousins' houses and then I went to my other cousin's house. Um and we went down to um <clears throat> we went down to Martin Luther King's museum. Right. Okay. I remember that. Went, around, went to his birth home, I got to to, to go around, where ate some good um food and stuff. And um, just take this, just enjoying the city, the vibe of the city. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was my first time playing, playing there. It's the first time I've ever been there. So mm. I just felt blessed to be able to see my family and play some music in in in, in such a cool city at the same time. Do you know what I mean? And mm. get in contact, and you know what I mean, get into contact with the roots and some of the history of the town. Which is beautiful. Do you know what I'm saying? A bit of culture shock going on. Oh, pretty much. Beautiful, beautiful. Big beautiful. time, big time. Yeah, big I mean, time. you had your whole family out. You could tell, like, they yeah. had never been, like, they were up to me, like, this is crazy. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the dawn. Because like, my cousins are like, oh, so what kind of music do you play? I'm like, well, you know, they're like, we're going to come <laughs> over there. And like, a couple of my cousins were wearing high heels and shit. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's not. It's not really that kind of thing. I'm saying. <laughs> I do it all the time. I try to tell people, they're like, yo, I'm like, why don't you come see me play? You know, I'm going to make a joke about that because it's funny. As long as you've been doing this, 25 years now, and people, are, you got family members who've never heard you play before and they don't know what to expect. And I always right. have that joke of like, yeah, come on out. And they're like, should I dress up? I'm like, no, nah, it's not. <laughs> You're good. Don't worry about it. Just come out in your sneakers. You be straight. And they all, like, it, it, you know, as, cr- as bad as you crushed it too, for them, for that to be the first time they've ever seen you, that had to be crazy. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Do you know what I mean? Uh, they, they all, they was all dancing in the end. They was all dancing and shit. Oh, you know what I mean? But the, the first initial reaction was like, "What the fuck?" You know what I mean? Right. Well, first, what was they crazy. saying after the party though? Was it, "Yo, what is that?" You was it was doing? cool as fuck because you know, sometimes we was out on the wall together smoking, and they're like, "Hey, I really like this man." Right. And, and she's like, "Oh, I shouldn't have worn these shoes." I said, I told your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Again, man, for me, even coming down there and going to Atlanta, it, it just is like, yo, I'm s- like, you're like overexcited because number one, drum and bass is in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? And just the fact that it's there and, and the potential of it and how easy it can grow out there is. So we need like people like Frost to be out there smashing culture all over the place so they can understand what the real deal is. So a big salute again. You know, I got my yeah, Team man. Frost cap on, I so it, I got to represent. Yeah! You know, you know Team you, Frost in the building. You have the greatest... <laughs> do you have more of those shirts? You know oh, these ones? No, 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 no. I want that one, too. Don't get it twisted. You talking about the Team what Frost shirt? You know what shirt I'm talking about. Frost, oh, yeah, yeah. Frost made the best T-shirt I've ever seen in my life, and it says... Uh, dear racist, oh. <laughs> I'm not my grandpa. My grandparents signed these hands, and I was like, "It is the greatest shirt I've ever seen in my life." Oh, that, yeah, that fucking killer. I'll get one. I'm gonna get one out to you, B. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I'll, I'll get one out. Don't forget you. your boy either. Don't forget your I'll, boy. Don't worry, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hook you all up. 
I'm going to hook up all you guys. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, man. man. This show's fire. This show's fire. Man. I had a brainwave. I was like, boom. <laughs> Track knows me, man. I have these brainwaves. I move quick with it. Boom. Yeah, man. <laughs> I move quick with my shit. Yeah, man. So, so go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Gonna say go ahead. I have a slip in my beer. You go ahead. Me sips. Well, you know, um, <laughs> twenty-five years, twenty-six years, twenty-seven years, somewhere right now, probably. Yeah. Right. You know, um, any favorite golden years for you, as far as V is concerned? Um, there's there's, there's special moments in, sorry, there's special moments in a different in a lot of different years, like, mm-hmm. um. Doing our first ever night at Twilight in New York City. Ooh. Oh, special thing. Just took it back there a little that bit. That was a yeah. good time. Yeah. We done because we we done a monthly there for like nearly two years. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's right. And that's right. A le- legendary venue like that. We brought. We I think we were the first ones to start bringing cats over from the UK. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just yeah, a beautiful thing, it. man. We had like Goldie there, Groove Rider. Um, yeah, it was a sta- yeah, from what I heard, it was stacked all the time. Stacked the yeah, Twilight. Everybody yeah. talks about Twilight here. Ronnie, obviously, Ronnie Cross die. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, I mean, we had um, that was that was that was big. We 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 done a big show at the uh, Billmore Ballroom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Billmore Ballroom. Uh, wow. Yeah, we done a big show there. Um, what's the name of that place? Is it Old BYO or something like that? What's the name of the place? Uh, in New York here? Yeah. Old BBY. Oh, We've done a bunch of venues there. It's not even, yeah. Yeah, we've done a bunch of venues there. And um, I remember the first time Dick, Dick played in New York, staying at the Chelsea Hotel, which was like not great. <laughs> yeah. Ended up, ended, ended, up, ended up staying at, at the Standard and the Plaza and stuff. <clears throat> but you go up oh, like that, sure. you know? The, your worth goes up, you know what I'm saying? And it was, it was we built it. We built it. Boom, 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 boom. Because the first, our first tours in America, were like, we're like, really small. Do you know what I mean? Right. This is before this is before the whole represent thing. It was just me, Brian, going out there with Moose. Do you know what I mean? Moose. Yeah. yeah Moose. By the time we end, by the time we finished up, we were like, you know, doing headline stuff and and doing Twilight and stuff like that. So that was cool. Also, I think that, that when we, when Ronnie won the Mercury Prize. Everything mm-hmm. is exploded. Do you know what I mean? They were good years. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like every, there's, always, there's always been good stuff in every year. Yeah. Like that's, okay. That was most memorable for me personally. I think, man, my memory is, is is failing me, but I think that might have been the first time I saw you. It was in Toronto. I think you were with, man. I think it was Darren J and Andy C. And oh, Darren J. Shout to Darren J. You know, it was yeah. at the Masonic Temple there. And I, the only reason I remember that show is because I just thought that GQ's outfit was funny because it was just red hill figure head to toe. Like, I mean, head to toe. We <laughs> <I> learned <mean, laughs> GQ though. <laughs> like, and they were shooting a, vi- they were shooting a video that uh, that night too for a, a sniper mystical tune for dub play pressure. But like, uh, yeah, that show, I want to say that you played that, but I can't remember it positively. My memory is like garbage now. If I was there, I played. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pretty much. Pretty much. Hopefully. Like, pretty sure it was you three, like, though. I've got no like, business there. Even if, 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 if I got no business there, 
Mm-hmm. If I'm not playing, right. <laughs> you you out the other game. There was no point in being in TD yeah. otherwise. No, <laughs> you know what's dope, man? It's like the fact that you've been around for so long. You were also one of the first people to to change over with this COVID thing, man. You went deep in with your live streaming like immediately. You know, what yeah. I mean? you kind of set the bar for yeah. a lot of people. I was like, yo, got the whole room set up, looking fresh. So I was like, okay, Boom. okay. Boom. First out the gate. You know what I mean, yeah, man, those were dope. Yeah, man. I, it I was just a moment in time, man. Yeah, huh? yeah. And now we have like pretty much a streaming community going on. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you know, people are still. I'm sure England, uh, London is a little bit better than us right now. Of course, not to say it in such a way, but um, I'm sure that uh, the streaming and the people are now going to the streams to check out what's going on on the weekend. Yeah. And checking out everybody, make sure every the only person I haven't seen stream yet really is Caliber. What is, I'd love to see him stream. Caliber yeah. doesn't do anything that that isn't totally <laughs> mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> on social media, he doesn't stream. He doesn't stream. Except for Jenna hits. You bring Frost. Hits. You bring Frost TV back. The chat over here is. is, is yeah, back I'm gonna. Back. I want to bring it back, but you know, I don't. I just. You know when they do that series one, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Give it a break, come back with series two. I done once, I done one, and I was leave it a little bit. I think I'm gonna leave it a little bit longer, and then do another, and then do um, and then come back again. You know what I mean? Because mm. I was doing it like I do it like every Sunday and stuff. Yeah, uh, it takes a lot of effort to do it because we got like about six different cameras. Do you know what I mean? Right. Oh. Okay. Like yeah, that's what I'm, I'm trying to. I don't know if you guys have watched it, but like. He literally set the bar for a lot of people. To me, you know what I mean? I was watching it like, because I wanted to, back when we, they first started doing it, that's when we first jumped on, and everybody was like, all right, everybody get your Elgados, and we're going to do this, this, mm-hmm. and then we'll set up the DJ sets, and then I watched Frost, and I was like, all right, yeah, like, let me step no, back. No, Frost came <laughs> with props. Let me back up. Was, what was <laughs> the first one? This. Was the first one you and Tola? You no, and, no, no. That was, what was that the was, first? No, that was, that was late. That was, you, you caught it late. Okay, I missed the oh, I gotta catch up. Oh, get on game. I gotta set my notifications on. Right by the time I'm done one with Tola, I, I commissioned the nightclub and they let me, they let me stream from the nightclub, right? Oh, you and did, you did like, fabric, right? We had like balloons and stuff everywhere. Yeah. I had like all the, I had like the visuals, the V visuals going in the back, in the background. And this is, a, I had like a massive venue, it's what, like a concert venue. Was that what was that fabric? Huh? Nah. What was you doing in Fabric? Oh. Am I switching topics? Am I loud? Am I loud? Am I loud? You think I'm going to be paying attention? I'll be paying attention. Yeah, we, we all see the footage. We all see you the footage. You be out there doing a little, little oh, breadcrumbs. I'll say what it is. I've, you know, um, Clips, is, Clips is releasing the album. All right. Okay. Wait. And um, I've done the DJ mix for it. Right. But they wanted... Oh. I've done the DJ mix for it, but they wanted to film it. <clears throat> So I, I, had, I had to go and cut dub plates because it, it had to be on dub plates. Do you know what I mean? Oh. So we done the first, we done the first, we done the first day of filming at the cutting house. Do you know what I mean? We went back to music house, the original cutting house, cut the plates there, and then they filmed me the next day doing the DJ mix at Fabric. So they hired Fabric for the whole day, and I just played there with just me and the camera crew, right? And they filmed the whole thing. So that's what that's all about. That's coming up pretty much. That's coming up real we soon. got the inside scoop. I love yeah, that. Oh yeah. I like that. I like this Frost, story. Frost is like me. Frost is throwing them like little sneaky things in the story, think nobody paying attention and keep all it the, moving. You was on it. Boom. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, hey, what's going on over there? I ain't even gonna get into more of what was so interesting about said photo, because I feel like that part you ain't gonna be able to tell us. 
<laughs> yeah, we can't. We can't. I mean, uh, so you know, whatever you, we, you know. I'm going to let you slide with that one. Oh, no. Uh, hey, uh, so- not, not to take your back, right? But, of course, one of my most favorite records on the label is uh, Big, Bad, and Heavy. Just curious about yeah. the, the whole creation of the record itself, what brought it along, and uh, what was, you know, just a little bit about the construction of it. Well, um, I'm not. I don't really. I'm not really like a. I'm not really like a big producer. I like right. make okay. a record every now and again. And whenever I'm seen to make a record, it seems to kind of do well for some reason. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you cannot <not> it. <clears throat> so this this um, I basically, basically I was always at Dillinger's house. Dillinger. Yeah, I was always with Dillinger because Dillinger just used to live up the road from me, man. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting. We, we, this, this, these times there, we made this. We made the record in, the, in his bedroom. Yeah, when he was, this is when he was still living at his mum's house when mm. he was still a kid. So I'm sitting on his bed, on his, and we're just sitting there. But I, um, I just took, I took a couple of records, some of my favorite records up there, and we just sampled them. We just played around with a bunch of stuff, and then you know somehow, you know, some of the best records make themselves. Do you know yes, what I mean? Absolutely. Some of the best records just make themselves. You just you just you just dare and it just it just comes alive in front of your eyes. And that's how that record was made. We've done the whole thing in like five hours. Sheesh. Which All is right. which is mad quick. Yes. <laughs> sure. Yes. Means the vibes is perfect and the dream yeah. is correct. We've done the whole it's, thing in like five hours. People man. sitting on tunes from five years ago right now. Five hours for for like pretty much so that, you know, till now. So yeah, now, bro, still popping, man. Five, five hours made a classic and inspired a book. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're lucky I ain't go downstairs. I'd show you the poster on the wall with the book next to it. I was going to pose on it like this. You Look, see, I'm book. representing right now. You want to talk over here? Let me, let me, uh. What you got to say there, Monty? What you got there, bro? I think he's trying to bring up something. Oh, oh he's was. trying to bring he up something? Let's keep talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> tell me, tell me about the book. See, exactly. He's doing something technical related. <laughs> so what what inspired you to do the book? I guess is what Monty wants to uh-huh. basically what I was trying to get at. I apologize. But what inspired the... <laughs> you to do the uh to write a book? Was it the, the years you had no, just, to I, out there? I had the opportunity, someone that said to me, yo, you know, someone that said to me, now what it was off my, off my, my good friend Billy Bunter, right? He's a, Billy Bunter is like a legend here, man. Like he does hardcore and stuff. He's been he's been in the business as long as me, maybe not as long. You know, a few years short of the time I've been in the business, and he's really he's very, um, he's a very cook of the market stuff. Even it's his own book, do you know what I mean? Even it's his own book, which is cool. And then right. he was like, "Yo, you, you know, I reckon that you'd be good at doing a book." And I was like, "I don't know, do you know what I mean?" At first, I was I wasn't really with it, but then um, you know, he kind of twisted my arm a little bit. Okay. And, and every day. Every day I sat on the phone for two hours. Ah. The guy was taking down notes about my life. And um, yeah, at first I was like, well, how the fuck's this gonna work? Do you know what I mean? Right. But then then the, I, I just sat there two hours and then the guy just said, he sent, sent me the draft because I got the draft of the first chapter. And I was like, oh, when I read it, I was like, whoa. When you see the physical thing in front of you, right. you know what I mean? You get more into it, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And yeah, it took up about six months. Of my I was life. gonna say, how long did it take to write? Yeah, it took about six months six of me months. talking to him every day, every day, and it consumes you, man. It's, you just get so into it, 
and there's you know there's a lot of there's a lot of painful parts in it that I had to revisit. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, right. But I, I, I also find it I also find it very therapeutic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about you know, that. Spoke, spoke about the good times, the bad times, the times when I when I was in fucking rehab, other other things that wasn't so good in my life. Do you know what I mean? Before I turned everything around, mm-hmm. but you have to you have to address these things. And if you're gonna write a book, you've got to be true and you've got to be honest. When you're when you're writing a book, though, like, is there did you guys did you like have a criteria for uh, like what you wouldn't put in? Like, because, you know, I'm sure the temptation is there to tell fucking everything and you've got to whittle it down. So was was there like a process that you went through to like figure out, OK, um, what well, am I not going to put that, in? I think that um, I didn't want to I didn't want to talk about it homicides and stuff like that. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> now it's getting no, obviously, obviously I, 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 I told as I told as honest an account as I could without incriminating other people into things right. that, was, that you know what I mean that they was involved with, with me and incriminating myself in things that wasn't very nice. Right, right, right. 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 But um but there's enough in there for you to for you to get the picture, you get know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got everything, you. everything I was as honest as I could be about, I was honest about, about the good and the bad. Some of the stuff, some of the stuff was really bad and it was really, really hard to revisit because, you know, sometimes you, you, you're, you're a different person now, you know what I'm saying? For yeah. sure. Some of the stuff was really difficult to, 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 to revisit and go back over, but you, I had to do it, do you know what I mean? So answer to the question there, there wasn't, much of a there wasn't much of a um barrier of what i wouldn't say without incriminating people do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's funny uh i've i've been asked if i'm ever going to write a book and I, i've now that i've spoken to you and i've spoken to two other people who've written books as well and that is the first thing they say it's like hey man someone sits with you every day and the more and more you talk and start to let it out the more and more you start to recall things that you don't you didn't even think you remembered like it just drags things out of you and you yeah, start to be so open and honest that you let all of those things out and have to edit afterwards because you know you're not going to even get to some things unless you speak about yeah. whatever you know what i mean so yeah, yeah, it's an interesting yeah. transition i'm very that's exactly that that's, you know you have to be as honest and you have to be you have to be ready to be honest you have to be ready to laugh at yourself sometimes as well do you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah but honesty is very important to get a real feel of your story over, you know what I'm saying? And it's very therapeutic, it's like, you know, going over it again, it's like, the book is almost like sitting in therapy, you know? When I finished it and I shut it, because I'll tell you something, after I proofread it, I've never read it again or nothing like that. I just wow. put it over there. Really? It was difficult to proofread mm-hmm. it exactly. Look back some, at it, so to speak. See, some of, the way, some of the things I've done to hurt myself, hurt other people, you know what I mean? And I just thought, look, that chapters of my, of my life is done now, do you know what I mean? And when people come up to me and people are like, yo, I read that. You know, sometimes I don't even know what they're talking about because I forget, you know what I'm saying? Right. But um, yeah, I, was, I just, it was, I, I tried to be as honest as I can with it, man. There are, there are also moments in there, you know, of course, you know, I guess the, 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 the from what I got from the book, the story you wanted to say pretty much is, uh, yo, you know, sometimes things get tough, but you know what, man, just, just pick your head up, put yourself out there. And let the consistency flow to see what happens in the future. It doesn't, you know, so it's not necessarily a happily ever after book, but it's saying I'm still shining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you know, you know what, you know what, mm-hmm. you know what, 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 what I want to say, what the um, what the most satisfying thing that I got from the book 
is um, is the amount of messages I got from people just saying to me, thank you so much for being so honest. Absolutely. You, you really helped me. I was yeah. going through some stuff and I could identify with what you went through and some of the some of the things you were saying. And if you're here now on the other side of that shit, that's like, that's inspiring me. So I think that's the most satisfactory thing for me that I've got from that whole process of being able to help people and people be able to identify with me and my journey. You know, that, 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 that was, that's, I was very proud of that. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. At the time I was like, oh shit, why am I being so honest? Do you know what I mean? But that, that honest stuff is the stuff that has helped people get through stuff. And I'm really proud of that, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, as you should be, uh, man. <clears throat> so jumping around just a little bit, because I, I I just thought of it. I, I wanted to ask you, and I had forgotten I wanted to ask you. The logo for V, who came up with that? Yeah, what's, what's the idea behind the sun? Yeah. Woo! I mean, you guys have arguably <laughs> one of the most iconic labels. The logos, most iconic. Period. Probably and I know at least iconic. four or five people have got a V tattoo. Right. So absolutely, uh, four or five. I tell you the story. Documentary worthy. Can't get believe this shit. I tell you the story. When I first done Big Bang and Heavy Records, yeah, I was like on the run from the police for. <laughs> allegedly. 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 <laughs> allegedly. I was on the run for um, possession of firearms, mm-hmm. and so they caught up with me, and then and I had to go to prison for a while. So while we were just about to put the record out, I was on the phone to Brian describing how I want the logo, right? Right. <laughs> for the big for, for the for the Viticus, yeah. So I'm kind of giving an interpretation on the phone and he kind of sat down with the artwork guy how, and came up with this. How how close to it was it? <laughs> well, I, I was just describing this because I just said, listen, uh, I want the like, sun. I want a sun, but I want a black. I want it to be a black face, yeah. Right. And you know, I, I, I just, I, it's, it, and it's crazy because I described it to him, and somehow he came up with this, yeah. Mm. And it was, it was originally this was originally just for Leviticus, yeah. Mm. And we liked it so much, we we decided to use it as a logo for the label. Mm. Mm. Did you the go? First, the first records were just a V. Do you know what right, I mean? Right. And then, and then this became the logo for the whole record label because, you know, and it was just by me talking on a prison phone to Brian <laughs> and describing how I like, how I wanted it and him coming up with this. So that's the story, man. That's a good that's fucking crazy. story. <laughs> Cause that's hey. gotta be like kind of a trip seeing the logo for like your record label on so many people. I, yeah. I just like, I mean, I think probably, I, I think I would argue that it's probably you and Metalheads that have more logo tattoos on people than like any other record label. Yeah. yeah. You know I what I mean? So it's, it's, well, I think they're, they're both really cool logos. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Like they're like, they're so classic. And I see all these other labels trying to come up with logos and they just, it's just not, it's just not that. Uh, <laughs> I see something from Golden Child here. He wants to just follow up real quick. He says, why the letter V for victory? Oh, that is a good question. There you go. Golden v. Child. Golden Child, just come on the show, man. It's good. Right. <laughs> v, v, is, um, v has always been like whatever you want it to be. Do you know what I mean? Mm. There is no there is no specific. Specific. Nah, it's just V. It means something different to, to everyone else. To everyone, it might mean something different. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Okay. That's it. 
And then I did that whole little little dub that nobody's heard. But we'll talk about that a whole nother time. You know, we'll talk about that another time. Um, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> we just passing secrets around like a motherfucker. What's happening? Yeah, yeah. In, in broad daylight almost. I right know, here. it's weird. Anyway. Cool. How did they play sight? Yeah. How did they play sight? Play <laughs> the all, all in my white tee. Um, yo. <laughs> so, yo, um, you working on something right now? Yeah, I'm working on the album at the moment, which is, is that so? which is um, yeah, I'm working on the album at the moment, which is taking up. It's, it's it, the process is harder, way harder than I thought it would be. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, I'm working with some incredible artists. Track is on there, and I'm gonna get you on there, sweet Armani. Do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Tracks now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tracks on there. I got Tracks tune with Lorna. It's kind mm-hmm. of half finished. We just got to go back mm-hmm. over it. Go back, yeah, tied up, yeah, yeah. Tied up a few things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got like Omar, the legendary R&B singer, Omar on the album. I got Tipper Irie, Carol Thompson, mm-hmm. uh, Sean Escoffery, Terry Walker, Natalie Oof. from Flower Tree. It's going to mm-hmm. be, it's going to be like <laughs> Some, some light. Yeah, yeah. No, this is the no branding. Yeah. This is the grand. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. yeah. The album is called Legacy. It's not good. It's not going to be all drum and bass. It's like a backdrop story to my life. This kind of music that influenced me. So you're gonna have <clears throat> reggae. You're gonna have like a bunch of different kind of things in there. So yeah, that's what I'm working on at the moment, man. What's, you know what I mean? what, what's this thing you you sent me earlier? Well, that's Miss Jones. That's like the, that's like the track that is. That's like the track that's ready. Oh, Miss Jones with Lorna. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, a fire tune. Yeah. that's a fire so, tune. Yeah. That's a fire tune. So, I want, I that's want, like, let's give the that's world. Like the that's from the album. That's for the oh, album. Oh, straight. That's what's up. So, we get, so basically, I give the chat right now a special treat and they get to hear it. This is the reason yeah, why you, yeah. this is why you got to watch live because once we move <laughs> all these right. things to YouTube, they gone. So, <laughs> don't say we didn't warn you. You know what I'm saying? Let's pop, let's doing, pop it off. We've been doing exclusive. So, uh, Here's a drill so everybody knows, and I'll edit this shit out later too. If you want to hear it, you'll have to mute your screen and go to twitch.tv backslash Armani Rain. I did forget to tell you that in pre-production. So that's talking about uh, oh, talking about Frost. Okay. Yeah, talking about Frost. If you want to hear, just talk over it. I don't care now. <laughs> we can do that too. But we can talk over it for sure. I'm just saying he won't be able to hear it once I hit play. Is all I'm saying. But the yeah, rest yeah. of the chat was goody. This is exclusive. What's it called? Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones by Jumpin' Jack Frost. Check it out. A few moments later. Shout out to Iso Tariq, man. Lovely to see that you street music hall is fighting a good fight to keep open. That's one of the most, I don't even know what to call it. It's one of the most premier and most legendary spots in DC when it comes to underground music and everything. And I know they're having some hard times, but I feel like they'll be around and I hope they'll be around. Let's just hope we get through this. You know, it's a really, really good spot and love to all DC heads as well. Yeah, big shout out to Washington DC heads, man. Yeah, man, for yeah. real, big for real. Big shout man. I love that place. Yeah, man, it spawned a lot of yeah. great, great people, man. Yeah, man. I, I, used to play a club called, I used to play a club there years ago called The Buzz, which was oh, yeah, crazy. It yeah. was right in the right. It's like right in the White House. It's yeah, like, yeah. You go outside, there's all crazy people walking around. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the police raided it. It's like I see it on the fucking TV and shit. There's a big raid. They raided it and shut it down, man. 
It's done. Yeah, man. It's done I miss Buzz. Then. Buzz was Buzz was amazing. Sharpie and I did a crazy goodbye video for that that they um, ended up playing on the big screen during the last night there. So that place was special to us, man. It, it did a lot of great things for a lot of great people. So shout out to everyone who was a part of that scene yeah, back in the great. day, man. Yeah, man. DC was crazy. Man, that was a good thing about Philly, man. We drive up to New York, two hours, two hours to Baltimore, four hours to DC. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Hey, so you're speaking of that. What is your love for the States for us? What do you think about us and our oh, man, I've got, I got, got, got a great relationship with with, right. um, with the American drum and bass scene. Right. You know what I mean? I've been lucky enough to have played the whole country, played in some great places, met some wonderful people, and I've just been, um, been, been lucky enough to watch it grow. Do you know what right. I'm saying? Yes. From inception. Um, all the way to now, do you know what I'm saying? And I'm really grateful to everyone there who's been a part of my journey over there with myself and the label and Brian and mm-hmm. all of us, do you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, I, I, you know, I love it. I've got, you know, got a very special relationship with America, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I think it's important for people to hear that, especially as much as we beat each other up over here. And uh, we all want to know through the... Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> What would make you say that? We are tough on ourselves sometimes. And you want to know when these guys, you know, when the UK heads come through, is everything good? Is everything smooth? And honestly, we all beating ourselves up so we can have these great nights, so we can have these great moments. Yeah, you know, we're not talking about the small stuff. We're talking about the big thing where we're trying to achieve like a culture boom, like a straight up great night in general. Mm. So like, you know, to hear, you know, let's be, there might be a few that may not necessarily be on some like, ah, it's all right, you know, but it's important when you hear from the people who matter, you know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to say big up and thank you, thankful that Frost uh, spoke on it so people in the States can calm down. Let's get back to business. Let's keep pushing and keep it flowing and fluent and Being trust positive. me, we good. We good. We got this, y'all. We got it. Old so, to yeah, the new and new to the old, old to the new. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I have to say, man, since we're here right now, you know, when I played at, uh, what is it, 512, I wanted to share this with you real quick. Uh, my first time ever rocking in London, and it's in a, like a nice hot box, so to speak. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And and, it's, and the speakers is super loud. It's crunchy. It's, <clears throat> it's, it just feels, it felt mad. Hood. And I say that simply because I remember at some point when Elsai was on and I was about to come on, the vibe that was in there let me know that I belong. I I liked where where I'm at and I'm happy that I'm a part of this whole situation. And uh, I think me and you hung out till like damn near eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I come put a jacket on you and shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> And we shot up. We, we ain't gonna talk about that. But yeah, we we had a lot of fun. In there. <laughs> <laughs> Redacted to the motherfucker. Right? Yeah, gotta yeah, let it's me fine. Be it's all right. But, uh, but uh, I just wanted to say, you and Brian, thank you for having me experience this. And then you know, of course, the big stage, which is on YouTube forever. I'm forever for grateful for you two guys for putting me on there and um, trying my best. A nervous, one-legged MC. Had people screaming at a level that I couldn't believe. Then uh, a little behind the scenes that you probably didn't know, I almost fainted afterwards. Oh shit! Yeah, I almost fainted. I almost fainted. Um, what, 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 at the steel yard? 
at the steel yard. I, I went, I literally, I went to, I did that. And then I went over to the other room to rock with Alibi. And then I went outside because I said something's wrong. So I went out to the front and uh, just to see if I could get some air and I was pulling and nothing was coming. And I was like, oh, so what did I do? I went back inside and I went to the VIP like an idiot. But when I sat down, I just happened to be under a AC vent. Yeah. So my nerves was super shot that day. You know what I'm saying? I needed to sit down. And that was a lot, man. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. And I didn't realize it until the end, which is crazy, which means, you know, it was absolutely love central in there. And especially from the crowd and the people who were always, you know, you guys, you know, track I'm happy you teamed up with Force and Brian and these are well, the best people, you know, it's going crazy. So, let me let me speak on that too before Frost. Yeah. I'm sure you have something to respond to that. But I, I feel and I'm I'm sure I could probably speak for Valiant here as well. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's important for me to talk to both of you right now since you're up and down right here in this little Brady bunch thing we got going on. Um, <laughs> um I, I wanna thank you personally for giving track that platform for a uk are um such a legend to to embrace what we're doing over here to take that was a that's a big thing we are both sure we we are as an mc who's been in this game for over 20 years beyond hip-hop and and know what it's like for a usmc to do big things over in the uk and to be supported in the way that track was that is not to be downplayed or or anything like that and and to watch what you guys have done, the product that you've put forward, the love that you guys have put into it has been inspiring to us. And, uh, you know, I, I I feel like that needs to be highlighted. So thank you and Brian, you know what I mean, for, for doing that. That's that's some love shit. Not only, that, not only that, man, hold on real quick. I will say that, too. It's also given a platform to some American producers as well mm-hmm. uh, by way of, like, whatever everything the track has put out. And that's... Overall, I mean, just for American drone bass, that was massive. I Period. stepped away from drone bass for a while. And in the time that I was away, <laughs> I'd heard about what track was doing a little bit. And I was like, what? This is really a, what? I, I, it was it was kind of mind-blowing to me that that would happen for an American. Because I think uh, in the heyday of American drone bass, we had all kind of been waiting for something to pop off like that. Waiting. And it never quite got there. And then 10 years <laughs> later, track comes out the box with, with to this day, unparalleled kind of sound like he's got a groove that no other mc in the industry yeah you knew it was going to happen (laughs) 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 you knew it was going to happen you sit here every week quiet is kept now bro you know what i mean the the two of you here has been the 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 driver for that and that's that cannot be overstated for not only american drum-based artists but drum-based artists like outside the uk in general so big up yeah you know, we, we we just like good music and it doesn't matter who makes it or where they come from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We, 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 we'll put someone on, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah. What did you like, think when you first heard me on the label? Here we go. Now I'm embarrassed myself for real now. No, it was, it, it was, um, it was, um, it was, it was straight away. It was like, yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Me and Brian had a meeting about it. We spoke about it. And it was like, yeah, man, do you know what I mean? You know I mean, you know, Brian's a visionary, you know what I'm saying? He's a visionary, the guy's a visionary, man, do you know what I'm saying? And nine times out of 10, if he thinks that this is gonna go, then we're gonna go with it. And it's, he's hardly ever wrong. And he came to me with this with this, with this, this idea, 
and um, just to run it by me to see what I thought, and we spoke about it. You didn't really need my, you didn't really need much thing because you know your your talent and everything spoke for itself, and we saw the vision. And it was nice to have like people like Random Movement and and, and people like everybody, you know, everyone involved. Yeah, you know what I'm saying from across the board to make your album. Nice, do you know what I'm nice saying? And uh, special and nice. Special you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A good representation for the music, for America, and just for for drum and bass in a whole. You know what I mean? Absolute, absolute. And um, I got to learn about Brian, and I'm still learning from Brian. If I'm honest with you guys, like, there's something about Brian to be said, and I don't want to embarrass him, but I can embarrass him because Frost is here, of course, because he. But just like his ear the way he hears things and how he needs to hear it, you could never question it. You could, yeah. it's very rare you see that in people. You know what I mean? It's so, <clears throat> I, I, I think he's like one of the most, like there should be a statue for, for Brian just off of the fact of the, the line of music that he's like helped put out and proved. And, um, you know, just the whole ordeal of- Well, you gotta remember, you know, yeah. it's not just Joe and bass, yeah? Yeah, as I said before, he was responsible for the whole thing with Moby and all that as well. And people don't know that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he's coming from a school from way before drum and bass. He's always had that ear, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So now he's it's, 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 um, it's conditioned with it. He knows, he trusts it, I trust it. Mm-hmm. We all trust I it. trust you know it. I, mean? <laughs> I think we all trust it. I think the chat will trust it. Like this is this is a golden air. Like we have- <laughs> Yeah, drum and bass arena. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we go on subliminal oh, jokes Lord. all night, man. It's happening. It's happening. Oh, no, Shout <laughs> to Mama Wanda. Mama Wanda remembers taking you to the airport or something like that. He says, and y'all was just bigging me up, blah, blah, blah. You know, Mama Wanda's cool, cool homie as well. <laughs> you know, out there dub playing his self right there. So, uh, yeah, whatever. But, uh, one you know, one day, days. y'all gonna accept your flowers. Like one day, I don't <laughs> know what day. that day is, but one day, you know one what I mean? Day. Uh, one day. So, like you know, like uh, just the whole ordeal with V and the twenty-five years. The, the, I like. I kind of want to hear the Rony side story, but I guess it's a long story. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole ordeal, how and he started with you guys. And then yeah, just... well, you know, I was, I'm gonna go back to when, when we had the demos, yeah, mm-hmm. and we decided to start the label. Originally, we went to Bristol to talk to Crust. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then, you know, Crust is like, yeah, we got some because Crust used to be in a group called the Fresh Four. You know what I mean? So, and then Crust is like, I got some other friends as well. You know what I mean? So we met Ronnie and Die, and then you know we started just. just Loaded us up with tons of music, do you know what I mean? And um, yeah, that's how it started, man. Do you know what I mean? And it's crazy because, um, excuse me, it's crazy because when Ronnie got when Ronnie got his deal with Talking Loud to do the Represent album, yeah, they had they heard this record called It's a Jazz Thing, which <laughs> is a record that we that we released. But just when we when we when we wanted to release it. Ronnie didn't want to go with it. Ronnie's like, nah, man, that's not what's... And I, I was like, listen, we're going to go with this record, man. And Ronnie's like, nah, that's not what people are into. And I was like, listen, we're the ones that say what people are into. We don't follow our, we don't follow fashions and that. We just go with our heart of what we think. 
And that's the record that got him the deal. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's, that's yeah, crazy. modern record labels. <laughs> Sorry. Well, go with your heart. That's exactly as I'm talking about. It's the same thing like like Function by Ed Rush and Optical. Mm. I signed that record in Music House. Like, I just heard it. I said, I'm going to sign it. I didn't mm. need to hear it out in a club. I didn't need it. I didn't need it to get rewinded. I just knew that was a re-record and that was it. Do you know what I'm saying? And you know, that's the time. I think that's one of the only maybe three times I've used my ears. Most of the time, it's always Brian's ear. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, it's always Brian's ear. And I think that's one of the only times, few times when I've been like, yeah. Maybe it's, it's great, maybe great at away. some point you can get Brian on here too. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> we can have to team up on that one, bro. <laughs> yeah, we can team up, man. If, if, you, if you can keep him awake. Right, yes. right. <laughs> yes. yes. Hey, man, um, speaking of legacy and uh, bloodlines and things of that nature, uh, how do I tie all these things together? Respectfully. Um, look, you're very vocal about the Black Lives Matter movement. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to go where we joke about going, but we, we, uh, <laughs> you're very vocal about the Black Lives Matter movement and uh, what it means to the culture within. Um, it kind of ties into, I believe you came to some kind of grievances with the people who made the documentary and your inclusion and things coming out. I think all these things can tie, uh, tie together with everything everyone's doing to preserve black excellence and make sure the black music is being put on the proper platform. Is yeah. there anything you want to speak on that publicly? Well, I, basically, I, basically um, we all grew up, we all grew up together in a, in a, in a system that is is built on systemic racism, yeah? Mm. Holding back black people and holding back our progression from where we are educated at school up until the manipulation of the music business that only favours one one kind of set of people. Right, you know what I'm saying? right, right, right. And I'm, I'm very vocal about this. I don't give a fuck, personally, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. <laughs> I was booked, do you know what I'm saying? I was, I was um, up into prison for crimes that I didn't commit. Mm-hmm. I've been set up by the police. I've had friends die in police custody. Three of my friends murdered by police in police custody. Um, I'm fed up with this fucking shit. Do you know what I'm saying? So I've got crazy. children walking around, and I'm scared that one day I'm going to get a call that one has been something's happened to them at the hands of the police. So, you know, we have to do all we can to make sure that we're all dealt with equally. You know what I'm saying? That it's equal all round. Like, you know, you got um you got a situation here right now where Wiley has just fucking committed the yeah, most Yeah, he stupid. said some wild business. He yeah. said some crazy yeah. shit. Do you know what I mean? The way they've mm-hmm. gone after him, the way and he, what he said was wrong. Right. Everything he said, I, I just you know, I totally condemn or I condemn racism or any kind of thing on any level from anybody, whether it's against white people or black, I condemn it. But the way they've gone after this guy is they, they shut him down in one day. One yes. day they shut him down. Which was kind of shocking, yeah. Right? And there's yeah. other people out there saying worse things. No, not worse things. There's other people out there saying the same kind of things, right? And, they, they, and they're going, they're being allowed to go on for weeks before they shut down. They should all be shut down. But right. treat, everyone, treat everyone the same. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Absolutely. So we've got a lot of work to do. There's a lot of work to do. You know a what I'm saying? There's a lot of work to do. You know what I mean? And um, we, they, they, we've got to have these difficult conversations. For sure. There's, we have to have these conversations to make people uncomfortable. Do you know what I'm saying? So, you know. And the one, one thing. I'm very passionate about 
I've been fighting this fucking shit the whole life. You know what I mean? Right. I, that's two things you touched on right there that I like to explain to a lot of people. The one, that last thing is, one, people laugh at, but they think I'm joking when I say it. It's like, look, I've been black all my life. This isn't a new movement for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like people are just <laughs> like, this isn't a hashtag. I've, I've been this for 42 years. I've gone through this. I've been in situations. I've had to explain my situation to too many people. Uh, you get to a point where you get tired of explaining the situation. It's just like, look, like if you don't get it by now, but you have to keep going to get new people to help everyone understand like if you didn't get it maybe you were just blind i'm starting to realize what the word privilege means without it being a derogatory statement like and not blaming people it's, for it's not that. a derogatory it's, statement it is a statement of fact right right but what i'm saying is, is i understand that and we're on in agreement with that but when you speak it to someone who is going through that they tend to take it negatively and a lot right. of times we have a tendency to clap back at that when instead i need to understand that you just don't know i don't blame you for not knowing yeah. sometimes if you're ignorant that's a completely different conversation and we could talk yeah. about that all day but there's a there's a there's a level of privilege that people just don't know because they've never had to go through it i've sat and had conversations with people like that who just don't get it because they've never been through it who have literally said those words like look i've just i don't understand and, and I, right. that has taught me to be better and with that comes with the other part of the conversation is that this isn't a flip of the switch the same comment we made when these riots broke out uh was like let's talk to you guys in a month black lives still matter today just as they did a month ago two months ago when we went through all this it's not a flip of the switch this isn't going to happen overnight you're not going to hashtag this into a better day this isn't a meme this isn't a situation we there's things we talked about our president three months ago that people have completely forgotten about and we're already on in the next thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so that's, that's the conversation I like to have and that you've been harping on and haven't let off of. And I want to thank you for that. And there's a lot of people in the chat. One of the most local people we know right now that's yeah. in the internet that was uh, voicing some opinions. And it, I think they were needed to be heard, especially at a time when I guess the, 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 the we had to turn those corners and now we have all these ideas on the table. And now we have what might be possible change. And now, you know, so, you know, this is, this. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm not saying it's just frauds, you know. I'm not saying we needed frauds and only frauds. I'm saying, you know, the voices that were the loudest helped turn the corner for everybody else to understand and get into those corners where these conversations are much more had and much more, you know, positive. Yeah. And we need Absolutely. to have unfiltered ones too. Well, that was, I think, that's the most important part. It was like, there's no sugarcoating this or trying to make you feel better about the way we feel. Like this is it. Right. We're all done. Enough is enough. Fatigue. Let's go with the rope. And here we are. So we're not going to talk about it nicely anymore. That, that's the whole thing. That's right? what's behind a lot of a lot of these people who are so, for some reason, so adamantly opposed to politics. Or it's not. By the way, it's not even politics. It's human rights. Human rights. Being involved sure. in music as if you have never heard music before. But um, these things are happening within the music industry. Um, we have talked about it a bunch. Uh, I'm, I'll, I don't mind saying it because I, I feel like I don't really have skin in the game that's going to have negative consequences for me, but that's what that drone based arena documentary hinged on, the fact that people were getting overlooked. Um, that's what the recent kerfuffle over certain artist names has been about. So a lot of things have been about lately, and they're all they're all interconnected, even though they seem like they're minor issues compared to like what is happening in the bigger picture. And they are, but they're all like symptomatic of the same kind of, of, of things that are going on. And, and that's another thing too. I want the whole white privilege thing. I, unfortunately I um, have people close to me who 
uh, don't believe in that kind of thing, which kind of blows my mind. And when they say something like, well, no, I've never had to go through that before. That is literally, literally. <laughs> what <Yeah>. it is. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It doesn't mean that you have it, that people have, you know, it, Privilege doesn't mean you're a racist. They want us to package right. it. That's nice. that's also, the thing. It you also doesn't I mean? mean that you don't go through hard times, like right. as a white person. Of course you do. Right. It's just that you also don't have to go through this hard time that somebody who has brown skin might have to go through. Yeah. I, it's just it boggles my mind to a degree. I've actually had to, strangely enough, I've actually blocked several people who were following me this, it's been this week that send me that sent me messages because I keep on posting in my stories like every single day um probably about a dozen different things that i think people should see i think and it has nothing to do with music and people have said maybe you'd have more followers if you just stuck to music and because that's what this is about <laughs> <laughs> it just boggles my mind like first of all why are you following me i've been posting shit like this for the longest time but it it boggles my mind and i don't understand why people are involved in this kind of music if that's the way to think but you know, anyway, I, well, I just, I'm you know, spouting off the top of my head right now. You know, I think the honest, I'm thinking about it now as we, we, we enter into like a fifth month. It is the, the, the answer to all of this, everything right now, and don't laugh at me, guys. Oh, we're going to. Is to go outside. <laughs> like, the honest truth is that we all need to get over this situation and get back to our normal lives so we can have things in swing and people can be more concentrated on whatever their goals are versus this yes we're going to go out different now because certain people now have to understand that oh maybe i was a little bit you know racist or a little bit too much in the way i, I didn't take but now i have a little bit of a conscience about it and but at least i can go back and make money to support yeah. myself yeah. you know you know you know like i said we're five months in in america pretty much and Mental issues are starting to brim a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, they, you know, they have. I've we're, already lost we're looking a at, to suicide because of all we're this. Looking at the, we're looking at the UK and Europe like their grass is way greener than ours. And how do we get our grass that green? You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, like, there's these little issues to, to manage in between. But the, the quicker we get past these things, I think it's easier to fix these problems as well if we start getting back out and moving along and then and things of that nature. I mean, we're not going to be... How do you feel about that, Frost? I have my opinion on that thought. Well, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think I think that um, this whole lockdown situation, and um, it's, just, it's fucked with a lot of people's mental health, you know? Yeah, that's yes. 1,000%. Times. Seriously, and you know, some some of the actions from some people, you, some people you have to kind of understand with them a little bit, because it's tough. It really is tough. There's some... There are some um, some situations that may that may not have happened if we wasn't so fucking fucked up with this lockdown and stuff and and with our futures are uncertain. We're all unemployed at the moment. Yeah, we right. don't know where we're going back to work. <coughs> right. Yeah, I saw the Malta issue too. You know what I, mean? I saw the Malta article. Yeah, we don't know where we're going back to work, and you know, it's it's like you got to be really tough right now, and even for the most tough of us. It's uncertain, do you know what I'm saying? So every day you just have to take it as another day and just just be just give thanks that we're still here because you know there are people out there right now that are not coping. That's not coping, man. As no. you said, Valiant, your homie committed suicide, man. Do you know what I mean? I know right. someone who committed suicide like last week. Do you know what I'm saying? Ooh. Uh, Ooh. A friend of mine, and it's it's been 
that's that's been tough to deal with as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. And um, you know, it, all it takes is one small thing, and it could send you over the edge because of this combination of all these different incidents of where we're at right now. It's just it's tough. So, I you know, I, my heart goes out to everyone. Sorry, my heart goes out to everyone who's really struggling right now with stuff because um, you know, we have to we have to try to be a little bit understanding of what people are going through. You know what I mean? And and uh, you know, people getting called out for stuff right now. And some things that are are a bit tough. Do you know what I mean? You got like DJs being asked to change their names and stuff. Oh God, God, God! So, so we gonna talk, talk about it? Let's stop, stop. I guess we gonna it. do it. Oh God, why not? We need to get into it because I'm getting. Listen, guys, I'm like my I'm, my eyes are getting greedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> We're gonna get into that before I. And I got yeah, I got right, right. I got We're a tune. I got that. a tune to play too, but we can play it after you bounce. Yeah. I'm staying for the tune because I I need to talk you through it. Okay. Real real quick. We also mentioned that what is the real problem between in that situation stems from something else. Are we all in yes. agreement in that? We all agree with that. We all yeah. agree with that. Yeah. agrees too. All right. He kind of agrees. Okay. <laughs> I, I think. I think. Hey, one, one minute. I'm just going to get my joint. I'll be back in 30 seconds. Carry on. All right. All right. So, so look, let's just go through it. Let's just do it like this. I'm not going to take long. I'm just going to say what I believe. And I'll just say off the top, I think it's overblown. Honestly, I'm not dismissing the fact. I'm not dismissing flight. I'm saying what the what the, the way and the levels of what happened didn't need to be there. And the fix was literally simple. But because of how it was handled, we are now into a, 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 a tumbleweed of issues that are now slowly stopping because even as the, the statement was made that, yo, I'm going to change my name, people are still bitter about the situation. Okay, so here's, here's my, and where I'm gonna interject real quick. Um, <laughs> Here's the deal. I understand both of their sides. And for anyone who doesn't understand both of their sides, just relax a little bit and try to right. try to gain some perspective, okay? Right. Flight is a legend. Yes. Point blank period. Absolutely. Nothing right. will ever take that you from You cannot her. replace flight. You also have to realize that, yes, having the same name could cause difficulties. It, they can both coincide, but they could cause difficulties. She is a legend. There is, there's, there's a definite gripe there that is understood. Two, flight... Uh, mm-hmm. The meaning of his name, it's been around for 10 years. Like, there's so much that went into it. Could he have changed it earlier? Yes, probably. Yes. But right. at the same time, was he being malicious? The answer is no. no. So, here's my beef, right? This thing was blown out of proportion, but not by the two individuals that had Absolutely. the issue. I'm disappointed by the DMB community as a whole for choosing sides and then blowing it into a thing that was that was detrimental to our scene as a whole. So I'm more mad at the community than I am the situation itself. And the reason why that's happening is because of things we already spoke about. It's technically not even about those two names. We've attached other gripes to these two names and that wasn't fair to either individual. And both sides are wrong because you had people that are attacking flight saying that she's an old person and we're not connected and da 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 which is against everything. Oh, she was getting death threats as well. 
well. So death threats, all yeah, kinds of shit. Didn't that make is, any sense. That didn't is make any wild. Sense. And I'm I cannot be more angry at Justin the did too. for this. Justin did too. I'm also yeah. mad that the people that turned around and yelled at flight and called him a racist or a sexist and all that shit is bullshit. Or how he was I faking know it him or whatever personally. It is, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that we took this and blew it way out of proportion that was detrimental to two people's lives, fuck careers, lives. You're playing with people's lives, okay? That shit was not cool, and we as a community need to do better. Old blood, new blood, doesn't matter. And, and let's be honest, the only together. reason why we even bringing this up is because the, the younger flight was coming up, making moves, making strides, has been going back and forth and traveling and all this thing, and everything was cool until one day. And not to say that it shouldn't have not been in a, a question mark in the sky. It's sure. more of... Yo, you know, this, you know, let's be, you know, they, this has been talked about prior to this, right? There's been quiet chit chats about this couple in. So there, there's a lot to tell a person who live off of a, a, a name and a brand to, uh, yo, you got to change your name. Valium and the man's strong. like, but I'm just... 10 years strong at best at this. Before I'm, Valiant I'm goes in, because I know what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. I, all I have to say is while it was talked about prior and he could have changed his name, it was right. still an overreaction. And even while he was trying to work things out behind closed doors, as he should. Should have or should. Period. Look, guys, not everything needs. If you think that Twitter is so is civil discourse, you're all out of your mind. Okay, if you think I'm going to settle things with nope. Twitter, you're out of your mind. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I do a lot of things <laughs> when things pop up on Twitter. I ignore y'all and I go talk to the person directly. Okay, a lot of conversations we're having behind closed doors while you were calling him a racist. Yeah. So right. I personally, I personally spoke to Justin. I think he's a good kid. Do you yes, know what I mean? Yep. I've never met him personally, but we talk online and we have been doing for a while. Very you know good. what I'm saying? So um, I spoke to him during all this, or I inboxed him, and we both spoke. And I done a tweet as well, just, just you know, my, my tweet was like, listen, flight is foundation, but the kid just didn't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. He just didn't know. Absolutely. And he's not a racist or anything like that. And it was disappointing to see the reaction from, from the community. Do you know what I'm saying? And um, I spoke to him, and I, I said to him, like, you know, you know, I know you're not a racist, and... Do you know what I'm saying? And do you know what I mean? He's thanked me for my support. And um, I'm just glad to see that they're, they're both speaking privately, which it should have been hand handled in a more private way. But as you say, it was taken out of context by these keyboard warriors that made it so <laughs> found their moment of truth. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so it wasn't even it wasn't even flight that brought it up on Twitter. It was, it was Right. And by the way, that's not default mantra because I no. had a very valid point. She did. Right. And think, all right, so Justin has known for years that this is going to be an issue for years. And by the way, and, that, and again, that's not it's not a malicious thing. You know, being in different realms of drone base, having a different spelling, being in different countries, like, you know, the, the idea that you could coexist with that is not without precedent. But I will, I, I do think he did the right thing by agreeing to change his name. And I, honestly, I think it probably should have happened a long time ago. I just, you're just going to run into problems if your name is phonetically the same as another person's yeah. name in the same yeah. genre of music. It's just going to happen. Yeah. My, my big takeaway, there's a couple of things. First of all, Chris in Perspective posted a great little reaction to this. 
made lots Excellent. of sense. All right. Talked about both sides of the issue. And I talked about how, obviously, just like you guys have said, that the community was the bigger problem. Um, I feel that some of the biggest problems came from um, the people who came out in support of Justin Flight. Um, especially, I'm not, you know, uh, a very a particular producer who is who gets a lot of fucking listens on Spotify, and he releases a monster cat, and that's all I'm going to say about him. But he came out constantly. I mean, I'm talking several dozen tweets about how Flight is slandering him. So it, literally, it's not slander. It's literally not taking all everything. The, the three or four tweets that she said completely out of context uh, and making making it out to be this thing. I don't I don't like how people did not appreciate the fact that yes. Gender and race at some point are going to be coming to the discussion, at least for a little bit, because you have to remember, this is a, a, a fight that DJ Flight has been fighting kind of her whole career for representation, Absolutely. things like that. Yeah. She's Absolutely. fighting to cement woman. her legacy. Absolutely. So when you see things through that prism and you vent a one or two emotions about it, and then you get death threats or get called a cunt or a retard, I counted four cunts and three retards on Twitter about it. And I was like, I can't believe this is even happening. Totally. Um, so I feel like, yes, Twitter is bad for your mental health. I'm glad I went on there for two days because of it. And I got off. I'm so glad that I did. You did get um, on at I, the worst time possible. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I just, ah. anyway, <laughs> I do think that Justin is doing the right thing. I think his career is in a fantastic position to be able to handle a rebrand. Absolutely. Um, he has the platform now to have an announcement. Over and he's just he's a really at, smart dude who knows at, how to handle yeah, exactly his like marketing he's, his he's marketing and business acumen is, is that's helped is others excellent. yeah it's not um even... now there's a lot of people who are like well he you know that's it's hard to handle a rebrand and blah 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 he shouldn't have to and blah 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 but here's the thing first of all i believe that justin is doing this for the right reasons okay mm -hmm. i do believe that he respects dj flight a lot he's a oh. super smart and super nice guy um but at the same time there are really valid business reasons for him to do so i mean you gotta remember if he didn't change his name you risk alienating a big part of the drone based community going forward and that's going to be a mistake and um, so there's all all the reasons for him to change his name just happen to line up perfectly and i think this is one of those things that people do need to recognize that there are going to be uh concerns that you might not think about like you might not think about race and gender and how they intersect with music you might not and you might think that it shouldn't be talked about, but it might because some people do care about it. And I just think that uh, Twitter is a prime example of the fact that you only have this tiny little reaction window. Right. A certain uh, amount of characters. I, I also no, think no, no, that, no, no. Um, it's deeper than that, in my opinion. But yeah, yeah. I, I also think well, no, that no, it's, it's, it's a benefit of the that. time. Like the benefit of the time of what's going on all played a part in the situation at hand. Because, like I said, I'm coming from a hip-hop perspective. You guys, if anybody's been to my Facebook page, you saw me talk about the Biggie Smalls and how they were two Biggie Smalls and, then, and the whole Roxanne. There's like a trillion Roxannes who all have songs called I'm Roxanne pretty much at this point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's not like this is something new. No, we were talking about no. the concrete jungles and the concrete, you know. <clears throat> Yo, don't get it twisted, bro. Like, right. I, and I've said it to you guys many a times. It's mm -hmm. like, um, I, I definitely don't put any... I've done it. I've had people who come at my name and I'm like, use Google. Right. It's not that hard. If you type Armani Rain, it's going to pop up. So, yeah. and I don't give, I don't care. Mason has, uh, is a drum bass producer. You know, I've read with Gasm for Life. He, there is a house band that is 
ginormous right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? They are named Mason, and that was a rough thing for him to deal with. I've addressed yeah. people about similar logos until I changed my logos. We're actually friends now, which is funny. But like, you know what I mean? But it's it's not a crazy argument. You know what I mean? It's not a, right. for all those people out there who are artists. Like, don't front if somebody said whoever you are, they're going to take your name, you'd have something to say about it. So, like, that part of it is whatever. Like, I get it, 1,000%. I just think it could have been handled right, and I think the community was was showing its face for something we have a bigger problem with, not just with racism, not just with sexism, but mob mentality as a whole, I think, kind of took over. Uh, I think this virtual signaling uh, or everyone trying to be a hero and ended up being mean is not right. Like, you just end up being just as evil as the person you're mad at. Like, everything's wrong, and I don't agree with that. And that's that's all I really want to address in this situation is, like, we need to be better. Yeah, like, we need to be better people to help them to get through it like if you understand both sides then let's have that conversation it doesn't have to jump to she's a fucking idiot old head who doesn't get it like whoa like where did that I even come from like, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna that. go worse than that I'm yeah, just saying yeah. I'm like why do we even have to go there why does Justin have to be a racist who doesn't give a shit about women just like whoa right. like <laughs> calm <don't> down <laughs> like, like let's have the, the combo but, you know, people like, come in here, they don't even know these people. Right, That's, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've anyway. known Natalie for, I've known Natalie for, for a God, long time. Jesus, years, yeah. over 25 years. Do you know what I'm saying? She's a sweet girl, super smart, works hard, very respectful, very respectful of the legend. craft. Absolutely. You know and um, she's had, I think she's handled herself with dignity, do you know what I'm saying? In the, absolutely. In the face, in the face of terrible abuse. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, Absolutely. disgusting. Justin also handled. I, I saw. I read the statement that he, he got a taste, man. He got a taste of what was, you know, how crazy it is out there. I and he, he defended got, too. A realization yeah. there. Yeah, they yeah you know, I think that the statement that he released was it. It, it, it was super classy. It was. He handled it with class and dignity, and you know, both of them in the face of real abuse. You know what I mean? Handled themselves really well. But I do wish that it was handled more behind the scenes. Do you know what I mean? Right. And you know, as Valiant said, maybe he could he could have thought about dealing with this a long time ago. Right. But it's come to a head, and um, it had to be dealt with. But it's just a shame that but, you know, the um, keyboard warriors right took over. Also, don't, don't, actually, yeah. give a fuck. They just want to say right. some shit. You know what I'm pretty saying? Much, pretty much. But I, I wanted to <laughs> add that. When you have a momentum built and you have all the success going and you have all these things working for you, the last thing on your mind is who else is my name right now? Not to say it in such a way, but again, he comes like his his entrance level is pendulum. You know what I'm saying? He obviously doesn't know anything too much beyond before pendulum. So it's like, all right, so now he's put onto it and then some and people are coming at him. I know my home shouts to DC again. Cats was when he was out there. It was like, yo, so uh, you know, there's like a legendary flight, and they had a conversation. So he's been hearing it a lot over the years. You know, within the last three years, I'd say, right? So, you know, eventually, you now have to come to the conclusion of like, all right, so there's another flight. It's even though we're spelled different, should I make this? You know what I mean? Should how do I handle the situation? How I just I just sold another hot record. I just got a record signed to hospital. I got another record signed to Liquid City. I'm known as this dude. I'm getting tours from as this name, as a young dude. And the young community knows who he is too as well. So it's, 
is all these things to weigh out, but the, uh, the, 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 there still should have been a quiet conversation that should have just been between them. And that's, if anybody should be mad about anything, is about that. Because once you know, and everybody's telling you, then all right. He should have changed. Maybe, right. Sure, 1,000%. But that's it. You know, in hip hop, there's dudes that would tell everybody to go go do something with themselves. That's too much. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying, like, you know. And half y'all ain't finna do shit, so. And absolutely, (laughs) yeah, absolutely (laughs) salute and respect to 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 a, a general and salute and respect to the cat that's coming up doing his thing right now. And I'm happy at the solution and how it was handled. Yeah. And it's important for everybody to see this, especially now. And that's what I'm more happy about. We so, can move uh, forward, for sure. We make it move forward. For all sure. right. So now we did that. You're mm-hmm. all happy. <laughs> <laughs> we let it out. We let's, let it out. Let's get him out of here. Hey, <laughs> you do got one more super secret joint that you need to talk over, correct? And make sure we talk over as well. Yeah, what was the intro to track, yeah? Yeah, what's this one you sent me? Cause... This one, this is brand new from Elside, featuring oh, no. the legendary MCG King. Legend! Oh, no. Legend! I know it. And yes. This is going to blow. Yeah, I man. know it. So... I know it. This is hard. What's it called? Zaga Zaga Zang. <laughs> A few moments later. There we go. All right. Wow, that shit is wildfire, bro. Special. Wildfire. Special. Yeah, that too. Yeah, we're, shoot, we're, shooting a, we're shooting a video and stuff, like a little, a little mini video and stuff for that. So keep 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 your eyes peeled for that, man. Woo! Like, all sides. is a killer. time favorite for all of us here. So <clears throat> to hear that, you know, we know what that can do at a big room. Yeah, right across oh, the board. Oh, my right? God. Yeah, for sure. Smash down. I love GQ, man. Carnage on the dance floor. That dude yeah. is like beyond legend just as a person. Yeah, man. Straight across the board, you know what I mean? Straight like, across the board. Always, always, forever. I remember the first, no, not the first time. I remember the one time uh, he invited me on stage with Andy. And um, the like one of the first times he like put me on the thing. And I did the whole same shit I said to you earlier. I was like, yeah, no, I mean, you know, whatever. And he literally grabbed me by my arm pulled me off stage and was like, when I fucking tell you to get on the mic, <laughs> I'm telling you to get on the mic. Fuck all that politics shit. I was like, all right, bro. Like, <laughs> I, said, I said it's cool. It's cool. I'm like, all right, bro. We good. I'm just going to say it again, man. MCGQ, head to toe, red Tommy figure. That's all. Oh, man. You was on the Serrano thing right there. He's he coming, he coming, he coming for you, bro. I'm telling you. No, I'm saying I'm that's like a testament you. to his legend. Are you kidding me? The every I don't know about you guys, but most MCs that started out in the '90s, like I did, was emulating GQ for at least mm-hmm. one show. Absolutely, at least one. <laughs> so I would, me, my, he's me the included. voice. He's the voice. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Anyway, yo, <laughs> Frost, man, I know it's super late for you, yeah, man. man. I can't. Yeah, I'm not, it's now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that has anything to do with the time, but whatever. We. <laughs> I've been hitting that corner. A little bit, a little bit. But, yo, my brother, I super appreciate you coming on, man. I appreciate you guys, man. Much love, Absolutely. man. You know, man. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Just give love to the Absolutely. missus behind you who's also been soldiering out behind yes, you. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Definitely. man, stay blessed. And we're going to link up for sure. Yeah, man. Yes, man. Peace, guys, yeah. 
I'll see you guys. Yes, Thank man. Everyone, I love, love you all. Yeah. God bless you all, man. The chat's yeah, going too, crazy. Buddy. Say goodbye, chat. <laughs> <laughs> big, big up, Frosty. I appreciate you, brother. Big, bro. Love big you. Up. Let's talk tomorrow. Sheesh. You know. Yeah, so, man. yeah, man. We are... He's just got, you know, everybody's there. Nice. Right. It's hard to <laughs> find that on the side. Man. You know what I mean? It's hard to find that sometimes. You got to take Man, fuck Jack. Jumping Jack Fox. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, that was, that was really cool, man. I, yeah. I kind of was kind of fanboying out a little bit. Yeah, I was so. letting y'all go ahead. I, was like, yeah, I, can't, man, I can't help it. And we had to give track his flowers and put him on the spot. Shit. I was. Yes, you know, indeed. Yes, indeed. I was. Uh, You're as bad as I I'm am. I'm spoiled track. because I get to talk <laughs> to these guys all the time. You know what I mean? So you, for you me, got... it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, I, 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 I can't front when you're like in the conversation and you realize. Well, like, anyway, thank you, everybody in the chat. I appreciate y'all for coming through. <laughs> Every single week you guys are here. I appreciate all the new people. It's been an absolute yeah. blessing every single time. We thank y'all for being here. This is great for us. I hope it's great for y'all, and we hope to see y'all next time. I will announce our next guest Yeah, Sunday. you'll love it. You'll love it. You'll love it. it. Absolutely. It's going to be good. Sunday. It's going to be a fun one. So I appreciate y'all. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Make sure you are staying up on your mental health. If you cannot do it yourself, then please reach out to somebody. Fuck it. DM me if you need to. I yeah, any of us all. as well. Yep, for sure. No, just me. And then, no. <laughs> <laughs> I super love y'all. My name is MC Romani Rain. That is the T.R.A.C.C. It's been Roti and Poutine. I fuck with y'all heavy. Thank you so much. Be blessed.